Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts, and today's book review is on Calling in the One. Now, this is actually a book I do not recommend, because there's just so many other important books out there for you to read, or, or, or listen to, but there are, is some useful points that we're going to talk about today, which is why I'm making this episode. Now, the reason why I don't recommend it is because it's a really long book, and it is one of those books that is filled with what I call fluff. And fluff is basically where there's a bunch of unimportant bits detracting from the important bits. A prime example of fluff in a sentence is when somebody says, um, it's just wasted space. And when your time is valuable, well then, when a book has a predominant amount of wasted space, then the book overall, I feel, is like a waste of time. However, there are some very useful points in this book, and I'll hopefully the author actually never hears what I just said about their book, because that will probably make them feel bad, but I digress. Let's talk about this book. And the biggest point of this book is that if you are single, it is because it's your fault. You are not doing what you are supposed to, to be able to attract and call in the one that you are wanting to marry. And more specifically, it is that, are you actually available? Because there's probably countless opportunities that have passed you by that you just weren't open to receiving. So what are you avoiding? Are you scared of commitment? Do you hate making choices? Are you actually vulnerable? Because you can't get close to somebody unless you have some vulnerability. And this, this episode's probably not going to be too long because there's just not a lot that I want to talk about with this book. But next one is you create your life. You are the one that is responsible for your life. And by your choices and your actions, you're creating your life. Are you actually going to places where dating is even possible? Hate to break it to you, but your bedroom apartment is not the greatest place to meet your spouse. I have a pretty... I, I would guess that they're probably not going to be walking in any second. And your intentions change your life. Are you actually focused on dating or are you focused on other stuff and avoiding the vulnerability that comes from dating? Third is, third for this section is uh, your relationship with yourself reflects your relationship with others. If you hate yourself, what is, why would anybody love you? So next uh, chapter is about preparing for love. And the first jot I jotted down is the myth of I don't need anyone. Well, I hate to break it to you. Even if you are as an, um, introverted and autistic as me, we aren't supposed to be alone. And it's not healthy to be alone. So you need to get out there and actually find some people to be with. Next myth is out of all the people in the world, God has singled you out to be doomed to be alone. Well, obviously that's not true. And then third one I wrote down for this section is make sure you leave time for someone. I have a habit of being a workaholic. I have a habit of preferring to stay in and yell at a microphone and stare at a wall or work on other projects instead of going out. Like for instance, the I'm recording this on a week where I have zero plans partly due to uh, it's a it's fall break for the college that is in the town that I live in. And so all of my usual 
scheduled events are all canceled because everybody's out of town. So I was like, hey, instead of having to go socialize, I can stay in and work. And I'm all super excited about it. And that's a prime example of I can't meet anyone doing this podcast. So you basically you need to find a balance. You need to be productive. You need to be successful financially and successfully. That's what this podcast is about. But this season is also about being successful relationship-wise. And if you don't make time to meet people, if you don't make time for your loved ones, like if you don't have a date night with your wife, well, then you're probably in trouble. And your divorce is looming shortly. Next chapter. Hate to break it to you, but you'll have to give some things up. This is a relationship. There's give and takes. You can't have everything that you want. But also make sure that you're not in a dead-end relationship. Is this relationship going anywhere? Do you have the same goals in mind? Um, in Dating Essentials for Men, which I think I published before this episode, I talked about how one of the reasons why I'm single is because I'm looking for someone very specific so for my life goals. So I have to weed through a bunch of people. Make sure you're not in a dead-end relationship. Also make sure that you're not waiting for them to change. First off, that's kind of manipulative. Be happy with the person who they are. But also, good luck. People don't change that often, especially not from outside wants. They only change when they want to. So good luck with that. Next up is just a relationship um, health check. Don't be opening up old wounds. Don't be bringing up past arguments. Those are in the, in the past. And there's actually a quote I like that is actually towards yourself. And it goes something along the lines of, If you wouldn't do it now and you are beating yourself up about it, I'm butchering the quote, then you are convicting a innocent person. Same thing goes for your spouse or partner. Um, if they did something in the past, but they wouldn't be doing it now, you are convicting a innocent person. Leave the past in the past. Next section, healing core wounds. Your childhood sucked. Deal with it. You need to grow up. Obviously, the author said it in a much nicer tone, but... Your childhood sucked. Deal with it. Everyone's childhood sucked. You need to uh, figure out how to heal from your past and grow up. Next is setting your course. You need to have a vision. You need to have intentions. Do you actually want to get married? Do you actually want a partner or a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Or do you just want to date around? What do you want to do with your life with your spouse? If you don't want, know what you're looking for in a spouse, how are you going to find the right fit for you. I have a very detailed list of who I am looking for, and I had a prime example of this just last week. I was talking to a super hot girl, 10 in, in my particular looks, um, but the conversation lasted about a whole whopping two minutes, because in those two minutes, I realized very quickly that what she wanted in life and what I want in life were wholly incompatible, and I wasn't going to try and make her change to fit into my mold of life. So I was like, well, it was nice to meet you and moved on. So you need to know what you're wanting to do with your life. You need to know what you're looking for. And you need to do all the other things that I just talked about in this book. And that took me, after editing, probably about 12 minutes. And this book is 12 hours long. So that's it for today's book review of Calling in the One. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you all next week.